It's Nick Knack, Patty Mac, and Swallow Wicked Wonka. We bout to bust through your block like a Tonka. Rip out your tonsils and feed them to your mama. Bust your badonka. Bang, pow, boom, it's bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> We're all jugglers now. <laughs> We're all jugglers now on the Make It Stop podcast. Just wanted you all to know. Mm-hmm. Much clown love. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I've, I'm a convert. <laughs> Not quite, but I, I, I was considering asking uh, Squally, our, our guest today, to be to bring the uh, the face paint, which I guess I'm gonna I, since I just said his, name, his name. I'm gonna yeah, I'm go gonna ahead. introduce him. <laughs> uh, well, as you might have guessed from the from that brief little intro there, uh, we are going to be discussing um, a legendary band in sort of um, bad music. Like history, I mean, yeah. like a, a cultural phenomenon, um, regardless of how you interpret it. Some of the better known bad music that's ever been made. Yes. Uh, right. And for this. Uh, Multi platinum artists, many gold records, have a huge, massive following. Yeah. And are also widely derided um, for many reasons that we will get into. But we thought that because we're going to be talking about ICP's classic album, Bang, Bang Pow, Pow Boom. Boom, the album in which they um, discuss the miracles of magnets and dirt oh. <laughs> and the world being. You know, round, kind of. I don't even and know. A, pel- a pelican uh, stealing your cell phone. Yep. Anyway, because of that. Because of that, we thought it would be uh, it would be only right of us to actually invite a real life, authentic, in the flesh juggalo on the show to you know give us a perspective that we might not have gotten. It's easy from an outsider, you know, from an outside vantage point to to mock and taunt, and actually probably from an insider's vantage point too but um it uh you know we wanted to uh, to give a voice to the to the juggalos out there it wouldn't be fair to, to do an icp episode without talking to someone who like really knows ICP, who really knows ICP. so we got a, uh, our friend here he's a rapper he's a musician a longtime juggalo and apparently tinder famous squally green thumb hey what's up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, what what makes you tinder famous <laughs> so um so uh like back over over the summer i uh i had always been fascinated by like tinder and and because as like a dating platform because it's like it's the least work you put into it um and so like i decided to set up a profile and i saw that like everybody you know on any dating website it's always like they list the things that you're supposed to like about them that's Mm -hmm. like supposed to get the most people like you know oh i'm outgoing i'm adventurous i love the outdoors so i decided to make a tinder profile based on all the things about me that my friends and and people i've dated have said like i love you in of this <laughs> so my profile picture was me uh, with my face painted like shaggy too dope um, and uh, and dressed in a smoker's jacket uh, with a with a cigarette holder and everything and um, and the whole thing like listed and it was uh, I like listed off all the things about me that you know people are like oh you know I love you but um, and uh about two days after I put it up, my friend messages me and he's like, dude, your Tinder profile's on Tumblr and it got like 20,000 <laughs> like reblogs. And so the, the listing actually was a juggalo smoker, otaku, pothead, uh, doesn't leave his house much, um, lives with his mom. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. 
did you get? Did it so work? You had, did you get any messages? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. If you had twenty thousand reblogs, I mean. Well, the I mean the thing with Tinder is you can't really search for people. You just it's just something you kind of come across. Yeah. And uh, so I got a lot of people who would like you know who would match with me and they, or like they'd like super like me to you know so they could open up the pathways and be like, all I got really was. This is really you. Is this is this is the this you the from the from the internet? <laughs> so it seems like a like a very missed opportunity for there to not be like a, a juggalo dating site that exists on yeah. the internet. People have attempted. Oh, they, like there 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 have been attempts either at like dating sites or a lot of juggalo message boards will have a love section where juggle you can find some juggalo, some much clown love, some much clown love. <laughs> so in yeah, when you're in a juggalo relationship, does the does the love between juggalos like can that supersede the love for the for Shaggy Two Dope and Violent J? Is a- there absolutely I mean, not? Okay, <laughs> just so we're all clear. <laughs> so how did you? Um, um, yes. What set you on this path? Yes, Quali? please did, let us to know. Be, to be a juggalo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was 1997. Um, I was watching MTV before school as I did every day because it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden there's this MTV news brief and Kurt Loder comes on. And he's like, Detroit duo, the Insane Clown Posse, was got this... their records pulled today. Oh, because of the... Because of the Southern Baptists. Yeah. Yes. So, so Southern Baptists were boycotting uh, the Disney Corporation and they decided to like have this Yeah, because they supported like Ellen. Yeah. Uh, the like TV show Ellen mm-hmm. and that they, uh, they had a gay day at Disneyland Mm-hmm. And this is the that was what that was the label that uh, ICP was signed to for the Great yeah. Malenko, right? They were, yeah, so they were signed to Hollywood Records for the Great Malenko, which is I owned by research. Disney. Oh. Hell yeah! Um, and and so uh, when that whole thing happened, it happened the day that their album was released, and Disney was like, "We have to hide everything horrible we've ever done." And then it's like, "Well, this album just came out. Let's pull it from stores before people can buy it." Um, but. Obviously, when work, you're work. how old you how old were you at that time in 1997? I was uh, tw- twelve or thirteen. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So so, so anything was, that's going to be banned or taking yeah. off the shelves is automatically endlessly cooler uh, to a twelve or thirteen year old kid. Yeah. But then like. What got me more was they went and interviewed ICP, yeah. and so here's this video of these two guys painted up, and they had dreadlocks, which was cool for white people to have in the 90s. Um, <laughs> it wasn't, but... <laughs> it wasn't, but it, it yeah. was. It was. I was already was, into yeah. new metal, so it yeah. was like... It's not cool in hindsight, but it was like... It was It was a thing. It was yeah. a thing, yeah. But then... Monkey from Corn. Yeah. Yeah. So they're standing in this alleyway, and they have these faces painted, and they're wearing, like hockey jerseys with their album cover on it and they're cutting a wrestling promo on Disney <laughs> and and that just instantly like I loved wrestling I loved yeah. and, and I had just recently discovered that uh, Kiss wasn't as evil as they look they were just it was all these love songs and I, I was very disappointed by that and I'm like here's these guys that are painted up and they played like clips from their songs and yeah. there was all this like, I mean homies that's <laughs> that's a jam you know um, there's a lot to say about this album but one thing that I really picked up on on Bang Boom Pow? Bang, bang, bang Pow, pow boom. boom. Yeah. Uh, is that uh, they got a great ear for hooks, these guys. Oh, they, yeah. They their hooks are do. on point. So, okay. I, so, right, it's, it, so, so we sense the appeal. So now the real question is then, Squally, you are no longer 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. But as far as I'm aware, because we're Facebook friends, uh, you went to the Gathering of the Juggalos as recently as like last year. Did not go to the Gathering. Oh, you didn't go to the Gathering. I okay. did not go to the Gathering uh, because I cannot sleep on the ground. Oh. But 
I did go to they, they have multiple events throughout the year. I went to Juggle a weekend. Oh, okay. Last year, and I also went to uh, Detroit for their Halloween show. Oh, okay. So um, that's what I saw. Yeah. So, so you consider still consider yourself to this day like a proud Juggalo, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so why? How? What? How has this managed to endure all this time from that first initial MTV introduction? Uh, so when when I when I looked into them, uh, and I, I looked deep into them. Um, back in a time where the internet did exist, but there wasn't a lot of information on things, but there was a lot of information about ICP. There was a <laughs> lot of Angel Fire fan sites and all that shit. And um, so I looked into them and and I discovered something that I hadn't seen in any other music before, uh, especially not hip hop, where there was, they uh, a lot of people have concept albums. They had a concept career. Yes. And they true. had, so like they had this whole backstory where they were like, where, uh, you know, they were poor kids from Detroit and then, like, uh, the governor's children, like, threw them into a toxic waste plant, which there are a lot of in Detroit. And uh, and they came out, the Wicked Clowns, and they, and they went around. Like, most of, a lot of their music, like, you know, people like Bugs on My Nuts and, like, and, and a lot of their funnier songs are what people tend to, like, yeah. focus on. But they had a lot of songs about uh you know about murdering what they thought yes. were the the true wicked people, people of the world, world. Yeah. which is which, which was the government yeah. the government because they're from detroit and yeah. downtown detroit looks like downtown boston the rest of like michigan that i saw is scary it, it's yeah. really it's like a and that's the thing too they also they painted this very vivid picture of how um how like terrifying it is out there mm-hmm. um, yeah. well they yeah they turned like kind of this like horror core like imagery and they use that as like an allegory for like yeah like oppression like mm-hmm. class oppression in particular now they're not using necessarily the like you know intentional language around it but what they did was create a story you're yeah. right that was can that was consistent this yeah. album the the one thing I'll give this album credit for is this is actually even though I don't like it and probably part of the reason why I don't like it it is very much like uh you know, uh, Fisher Price, my first yes. ICP album. Yes, yeah. It, it gives you it gives you the vast array of everything that they kind of talked about in much longer detail across yeah. seven albums. And it's kind of like whiplashy, like yep. from one song to another. It's like, oh, we're gonna go from talking about you know, boing boing hose on my dick yep. to like, uh, let's <laughs> to I found a body. Yeah, cra- yeah, look, yeah, I ca- caught a predator. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, which is your favorite ICP album of all time? Um, uh, it it's. Well, my favorite. Okay, I have a favorite EP and I have a favorite LP. Okay, my favorite. My favorite EP is Beverly Kills Five Hundred One Eight Seven. It's amazing. It's fucking incredible. And it was. It came out right after Carnival of Carnage. It was only their second release. And then my favorite, like Joker's card LP, is uh, hands down Riddlebox. Riddlebox. Yeah. Yeah. And if you ask most Juggalos, they'll tell you the same thing. What are the biggest misconceptions out there about ICP or about Juggalos? Um, I think the biggest misconception about Juggalos is a lot of people view Juggalos as the people that ICP speaks out against. And, uh, well, a lot of the people I'm assuming that, like, again, maybe this is a misconception, but a lot of the people... Okay, so I've done... You know, I had done a little of my own research way before this, and Mm -hmm. mostly because, you know, we would watch, like, the... We watched a documentary on the gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, it was American Juggalo. American Juggalo. And we... Yeah, I mean, it was bad. It was bad news, and I was like... Oh, I loved it. I mean, it was hilarious. Oh, it was hilarious. Hilarious, but it looked like I was like. It looked like, like fun. Yeah. It looked like a fucking mess. It looked. I don't it looked know. like a no. It did Maybe not. Maybe had different experiences. Uh, I'm watching. sorry, like the bobbing for hot dogs, fucking like. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> what? That's look, that looked fun. It was very. There was a lot of very significant degrading uh, behavior in terms of the ways that people were treating women at that for sure. And that would that would be what I would argue would be the great uh, Malenko's blind spot in yeah, general. Here true. is that an ongoing, pretty significant one. I was going to ask. I mean, I, if we could talk a little bit more about the mythology here, because mm-hmm. that's what kind of fascinates me about ICP, and I think that's a big part of the appeal. So, like, they have these albums that are the Joker cards, and they mm-hmm. have other albums that aren't the Joker cards. Yes. And there's a set number of Joker cards. I think the last one still hasn't come out yet, right? No, no. So this, oh, okay. So this, this, this goes into another reason why I don't like this record. So they originally had six Joker cards. Yeah. They ended up doing seven albums. They did two albums for the last one, which I will add they did before, like, the Harry Potter movies did that. Yeah. And shit. So I'm like, hey, Harry Potter, where's their fucking check? <laughs> um, but Harry Potter, pay up. J.K. Pay Rowling. Up. It's we're on not, record. We're not J.K.ing Rowling. No. <laughs> Harry Potter. Hashtag Harry Potter swagger jacking ICP. <laughs> but like, but like, uh, but so, you know, they had this and it was, it was a, it wasn't the most cohesive story, but it was a story. It was like, it, it was this, uh, it was not very real at all type of like religion thing. Um, Hmm. where it was so every Joker's card so like the Carnival of Carnage is it seems to be pretty fucking Christian like it does it, okay it definitely okay, does it's my not, dude that was one of my questions gonna be for not, that. that's something a lot of people have been saying but they even but, themselves said it and then they went back on it but it seems but very they've clear never, but like, they've hmm. never been Christian though like they like Christian they, Christian they, Christian implies Jesus they, Christ no they they said we believe in Jesus or we believe in God they yeah said, but they also like like trashed like priests on a couple songs. Yeah, no, it's true. I they didn't they didn't call themselves like evangelical yeah. Christians or anything like that. But like allegorically, the storylines and the like very clear black and white, good and evil, yeah. Shangri La versus you know where like the Bang Pow, the boom, Dark Carnival, the Dark Carnival. I mean, come on, that's that's a Christian allegory. Or that's no, it, a, or, or it's like a very religious, very it it is religious. But that's yeah. the thing where I have a problem with that is when people like call them Christian or say right. that they love Jesus because that right. that paints a picture that they have this actual like they hid like Jesus into it. They didn't. It, right. they, they they uh Violent J talks about this a lot in his book and he's like he he talks about it's he's more like a um agnostic than anything. Mm-hmm. But but they Yeah, but miracles <laughs> and miracles Yo, is like, a whole which other fucking we, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, to we got to wait till we get to so, that song. So is, album? is there anything else? So let's talk a little bit about this album. So this came out in 2010. Yeah. 2000, 2009. 2009. 2009. Miracles is on this album and Miracles became the biggest meme of 2009. Absolutely. Yeah. The, 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 the SNL did the parody of it. Uh, it was the top of the town There's... I mean we I laughed for for years and you know we still laughing. we had already known about ICP but I feel like this is where ICP kind of came back into the public conscience consciousness yeah. after um, after the late 90s which was the last time I think they were you know known in fairly the relevant I mean yeah. yeah no they did Woodstock yeah. 99 they, did, uh, uh, they used before... to play them on WBCN they were on WWF they were in WWF yeah so like yeah. They, they had they, they did have a lot more mainstream eyes on them at that point so this is what got them back the public's noticed them again and they kind of became a laughing stock mm-hmm. yeah but 
then they turned it into something that they were laughing along with. Yeah. And that's what, you know, kind of offered a different perspective of ICP and where I think that ICP and Eminem diverge most directly is like Eminem yes. cannot laugh at himself. Eminem, nope. this album is such a stark contrast to the Eminem album we did in the last episode. This is, yeah. I'll get into it more. We, yeah, but. it's 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 a lot it's I was so surprised Mike we both <laughs> we true, both had too. these like messages back and forth we were like holy shit like am I a juggalo I now just... <laughs> because like I don't hate all of this no, and in I, fact I was I, expecting coming to come into this and just you know just rip it to shreds and there's a lot of genuine wholesome like entertainment can, can, can I tell you something yeah, yeah. I knew that was going to happen because with the okay so I I make a habit of it to take my non-juggalo friends which I mostly have non-juggalo friends I do not actually hang out with a lot of juggalos I have some that I'm very close to but like I like being around people who have different ideas different tastes of music and stuff so I yeah. can like you know be more well-rounded person than just a juggalo I am one but I'm not like I'm that's far from everything I am but um they uh I bring non-juggalo friends to juggalo shows and with the exception of this past month, I took my girlfriend and she fucking hated it. <laughs> Everybody else I've taken has been like, still not my thing, but holy shit, that yeah, was fun. That was like fun. That, it was yep. fun. They're like, it's like guar, but hip hop. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely some parallels to be seen there. It, yep. it, but I even think they're was, doing something that no one else is doing yes. too. Or I mean, they were until there was all the other psychopathic records acts that are kind of branching off from them. But th what they started here is like, holy, completely their own thing. Yep. Uh, which is neat. Yeah. Um, but, and I mean, like they didn't they didn't like they by no means invented horrorcore music. No. But no. they are I I often refer to them as the Blink 182 of horrorcore <laughs> because they're everybody's entryway. They're yeah. like the gateway drug to it and then it's also like uh you know a, a actual horrorcore acts are do not have the morality yeah. there at all. It's the most immoral shit. It's a completely different thing. They did they built a world uh, they built a world both on their records and they built a world for their fans. Yeah. And it's a world that I love to visit. Yeah. Um, and that's I think that's more than anything what has kept me a juggalo because even though their newer records are no longer following the original story and like you know kayfabe is dead like I know everything about them. Yeah. It's still like and it not even in a nostalgic way it's like a good book to reread or like a good a movie that you loved and just like it's still so good after all these years yeah and at I, least to you so should we get into it i think we should get into it so um this is the first uh we're gonna do two songs at a time uh we're gonna hear the first song off the album besides the intro which we're skipping is the clowns are back and then we're gonna hear in yo face uh and if you like it wicked, this circus ain't like any How? Clowns are back, similar stylistically. Mm -hmm. Pretty, pretty like hype songs. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's like going back to what you said about ICP being good at their hooks. They're always also good at having the two hypest tracks at the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. Like it, it really like it, it gets a hook in you like real bad. Absolutely. I, I couldn't believe how much I <laughs> liked these songs. <laughs> like I just assumed that I didn't like ICP, uh-huh. you know? I mean, it's not smart. No. Wicked, no. wicky, walked, wicky, wicked clowns, bitch, is a line yeah. from The Clowns Are Back. Uh-huh. But, you know, in your face. I mean, yeah. I how can you not yell along to that? Yeah. I, and it, this circus ain't like Andy is a clever line. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, but uh, literally, I mean, seriously, though, they, it's comp. It's like after they, Northern State, after listening to s- all the shit that we have on this show, like maybe I'd have just been desensitized. In terms of white but rappers. it's like I, it's so much more uh, competent than Northern State. It's they like there are right a few songs beat. on here where I was like, oh, that's a Northern State yeah. kind of <laughs> for sure. There are some. There's definitely some there's some, some bad rhymes, but I've, the way they write the some beat, clownery. I think they the way they write the beat, their flow is like they got like an old they got like an Ice Cube Predator thing going on on yeah, some that's tracks. True. Well, yeah, exactly. And also, like, thinking about it just in their storyline, in these, like, archetypes, when you call yourself a clown, it's literally, like, it's taking away the biggest insult that someone can tell you in hip-hop. Oh, yeah. Like, you're a fucking clown, you know what I mean? And they took that and turned it into, like, a badge of their entire identity. is like this badge of... You know, like, like... that shit is fucking... You gotta give them some credit for that. I mean, it's stupid. I mean, listen, I, I shook the hand of Satan with the cross in my palm, burnt all the flesh all the way up his arm yeah i wasn't scared i was giddy to do it oh and then so is that is that some yeah that's some christian shit let's just that, say that, that that's is. clearly some that christian shit. they are burning satan with a cross with a yeah. cross um also <laughs> followed by i was like let's not give them too much credit because i was fl- fucking the slut up in her dirty ass through the rubber out the window as we drove past funny thing i ain't seen you standing on the grass and it fucking stuck to your mustache my comments were cool <laughs> cool <laughs> it's kind of funny though. Yeah, but okay, but you go from like a Jesus handshake to like, like I feel like if you're saying like it is misogynistic, but it's also like it's so stupid and like in like obviously cartoonish yeah. that you can distance yourself from. It. I feel like I can. Yeah, it's and he's saying up. like that's, he's fucking her in her, that in her. That's something that they do very very well. And he's saying he's well. fucking her in her dirty ass. It's not like he's not trying to be like sexy or cool about it. Yeah, you know? that is definitely a, an ongoing theme in here where I'm like looking at it and I'm like, oh, you know, it, I mean, is it still misogynistic? Yes, but is it also like kind of like making fun of themselves and being like, we're ugly and a mess. So, yeah. Like, yeah. But still degrading women at the same time. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So in 2010, this is this, I wrote this down because of this, you know, reference to Christianity was uh, in 2010 in a hugely publicized and highly controversial announcement, ICP revealed that they have always been Christians. Um, in an interview with The Guardian, Violent J explained, quote, you have to speak their language. You have to interest them, gain their trust, talk to them, and show that you're one of them. You're a person from the street, and you speak of your experiences. Then at the end, you can tell them, God has helped me, end quote. How do you respond to that? <laughs> um, I'm going to be 100% honest. I, I don't think Violent J is that eloquent. <laughs> I, I've spoken to the man. Have you? You've yeah, met Violent I've, J? I've met ICP multiple times. Oh my god. And they are honestly... What do they smell like in person? Beef jerky? No, cologne. Uh. 
they, they, it, Violent J is all about the Kooji these days. So he's got the Kooji cologne, Kooji shirts. Like it's his thing. But um, but nice. literally, like they are, they are some of the you know the best. You know, people say don't meet your heroes. Like fuck that. If ICP's your hero, meet ICP because they're yeah. great people. Nice. And um, but like just not smart, man. Like. I just, <laughs> There's, there's, and and it's it's a thing like you know uh, uh, you know harking back to the their whole like mythology and storyline. I've had people like I've explained that to people and they're like, oh yeah, something wicked this way comes. I'm like, you think they read that fucking book? Like I I, I I'm not, not I'm not saying that you know they they didn't have an idea that somebody else had, but I'm telling you right now they did not rip it off oh because God. they were not aware of it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what's so funny about this is that it's like so you're you're right. It's pretty obvious. This is not like some deep ass shit, but yet they're still genius annotations for these lyrics which oh, are yeah. fascinating there was one about this song that was uh, if you ain't down with that fuck off I like getting my dick sucked jacked off and salad tossed ugly hoes fine hoes none go to waste but for you herpy meth head anus and in the, your face in your, in your <laughs> face and then that was yes yeah, so that was a reference to uh, apparently violent this was the this is a genius annotation violent J is down to hook it up with any woman but with that being said, he makes it clear that he'll pass on the woman who is a methamphetamine user who has herpes sores in her anus. <laughs> like somebody went out and did that shit. Thank somebody you for breaking it down sure. like that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. And then, that's okay, the, so. That's the spark notes that you need. The fucking yeah, jugga slaining. <laughs> also, there was a reference to another famous ICP lyric. So I guess this is how they're empowering to women because they'll fuck all of them is ain't no bitch too fat ain't no bitch too whack ain't no bitch too ugly for super balls (laughs) yeah well so that's i feel empowered that's That's for sure absolutely i mean i uh, again i will say i i I don't think it was their intention to empower anybody yeah yeah Um, but then you go ahead and you do say that they were yeah well they're all about come on no no i'm are about there are about this like like you know like we're a family and we support each other Yeah, yeah working class like mostly white folks that like grew up in like kind of disinvested like crumbling mill towns and no absolutely towns and but i think i think when they speak on the fact that they will uh, that they will uh fornicate with a woman of any size or level of attractiveness yes. they're more saying like we're available like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's honestly how i've always felt because in, throughout their entire music career they've rapped about like they've rapped about having sex with like overweight Hello. women ugly women whatever and i think it's i honestly think it's just like hey you know you know doesn't matter any any groupies a groupie we're available what's up like you know yeah yeah i yeah. guess and even except they do draw the line at herpy meth head anuses. Ain't, ain't I? I mean, you know, everybody's got a breaking point. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, All right. Go to the next yeah, so we're going to go to the next two. This is The Bone and The Zombie Slide. I busted out through the front doors and I put down the block. The neighbors joined the chase, someone shooting the clock. The mailman tried to stop me, but I picked up a rock. He got the Way hard. Car stop with the slide. fuck is 
<laughs> That's so fun. That song's about zombies dancing. That's like all it's about. It's I about know. dead folks dancing. It's really funny. And then the I... bone, he's over a surf rock beat, just talking about running through town killing different people. I know. It's that's fun. It's like a it's well, like this I, it's like listening it's like an audio version of like a Chucky movie, you know yeah, like Yeah, yes. yes. They yeah. actually have a song that is very much based on Chucky and well, it's great. Yeah, I would say the bone is definitely like like that. The zombie slide is like a super catchy like Mary Kate and Ashley fucking sleepover <laughs> sing along. Like I am sorry. Like that shit is adorable. Like yeah. that is a 90s arcade game jam. Like that is like it's it's not smart by any means, mm-hmm. but it is fun as fuck. Freak the moves that we bust, like that's as cheesy as the ass cracks <laughs> at the gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> they, yeah, they don't. I did. I had a note in here for Zombie Slide. At this point, it's basically a children's album. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so when you're saying it's Fisher Price like baby's giving, first Juggalo album, yeah. no, it's Fisher Price for any. Like it's, I'm sorry. It was giving me the same vibes as I don't know if if you stop. He's listening to this, but we did a podcast called uh, Jukebox. Jukebox Zeros. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, and yeah. we reviewed an album uh, on that podcast by Hulk Hogan by called Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Rules. And this was giving me the same feeling well, as like Hulk Rules. And that's actually what I was saying. I was like, I guess they're the best wrestler slash musicians that I know yes. of. Like, I mean, they're no Fozzie, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck Fozzie. Like, seriously, if we think of Hulk Hogan, yep. we're going to do... Um, we got to do the Macho, Macho Man, Man Randy absolutely. Savage yeah. at some point. You know, at least we can give that to ICP. Mm-hmm. They definitely are they good wrestlers too uh depends yes yeah, so Depen- no. depends on the well shaggy's always good yeah it, violent j's weight fluctuates between like 400 pounds and 190 so it's like sometimes right. it's rough um but like it, what a back to the you know like fisher price first icp album mm-hmm. so a lot of songs on this record on top of like a lot of you know the same uh ideas and like moralities like being repeated on this um a lot of the songs on this album are just like worse versions of like fucking icp fan favorite songs it's like they were trying to recreate the magic yeah. that those songs had okay so um so i you know i wanted to like bring those up whenever we got to songs so zombie slide there's a much better version of it called headless boogie <laughs> from Riddlebox and it is fucking amazing like nobody this is so great like, I, wait I, can it get any better than freak the moves that we bust I think <laughs> fucking not I'm sorry like I call bullshit on that okay alright there's fine. no better okay what, is, was there a more iconic line I'll wait <laughs> You know what, Heather? You're right. Ah, <laughs> ah, to catch a juggalo. Nobody. I got him. The moves that we bust. Um, the bone. The bone. Yeah. I. It just. That almost. You said it was surf rock. I was kind of giving. It almost sounded like The Offspring at certain points. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I. You know. I can see why these like macho like white boy fantasies of like slaughtering your way through all of life's obstacles are like really compelling if you're like especially if you're a kid who gets like picked on or like you know is marginalized and you know like class background or like educate you know education and stuff like that it's wicked juvenile and like overtly yeah. violent and a cheesy cartoonish 
yeah. way. But like also again, so is so is wrestling, yeah. and yeah. so is like it's dumb fun. Lot, it's yeah. it's like, horror comedy. At least it's fucking exactly. Fun. It's horror comedy. It's you know it, there's, Guys, there's I don't know what I I don't know what's happened to me, but like this I see this is this has become like and I and I and I again like I said I knew you guys were I knew you guys were gonna start liking it, <laughs> and even this album even grew on me over the past week and like and the thing is I was like this is gonna be their most boring podcast ever because all the other ones you guys like get to just get like visceral just like fucking cheering to like oh my god I'm an M why I know yep yep and then like this you just like yeah and this is just like yeah, I mean, so like, what's the thing about like, uh, what is it? Uh, his dick is in your hot dog bun. What's that about? And I'm <laughs> oh just gonna God, be yes. like, e- uh, that's just ICP. I don't know what to tell you. And that's like what this. <laughs> well, I think if they're just it's, it's competent. Like uh, the beats are good too. The beats are like yeah. like so. It uh, their Halloween show this year was in a an, in an old fucking warehouse that like had been condemned like three months before they wow. reopened it for this show. Wait, this actually sounds cool. It was amazing, and they had yeah. one room that had a wrestling ring in it, and there was hardcore wrestling in what? there, and then what? there was like a horror movie room, and then there was like are we juggalos? We you're juggalos. juggalos. You're fucking juggalos this sounds now. Dope can, to you, me. can you too dope? I might say. <laughs> this sounds too dope. And then and then they had the room with the stage you, and like Isham I comes out. I wish you brought your fucking face paint. Go go on. Um. So Isham comes out and he just like you know every other group was you know was like ICP had like face paint and tried to do theatric shit. Isham just walked back and forth across the stage and just like kind of glared at the crowd and just like rapped these like the most evil gangster rap you've ever heard in your life insane and I like I'm sitting there and my edibles had just kicked in and I'm just watching him and I'm like oh my fucking god I'm gonna die tonight like <laughs> which uh, to be fair we were this it was, was Halloween it was East no the Devil's Night is the day before okay, yeah. yeah so we're in the east side of Detroit in, in an abandoned warehouse like you know, it very well could have fucking ended that night. Okay, I don't is. even know what to say. I, you know, I so like I've been in punk bands and played yeah. a lot of punk shows for many, many years. Yeah. And, and and I've had a lot. Many, Swaggering Growlers, Old no, Edison. I was oh, not no. in the Swaggering Sorry, Growlers. Never mind. I was that, the that, Old Edison. There was one day that I was in the Swaggering Growlers, and it was when they did Extravaganza <laughs> and when I you was, booked yeah, them. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And I was like, I'm the only fucking pothead. You guys know I have to be on stage for this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was I was in wow. a band called Faulty Conscience yes, and Faulty the Old Conscience. Edison. Yep. And and, uh, and a, many a drunken punk has, you know, pulled me aside and been like, look, man, all of us, like, pretend we don't give a fuck. But, like, you, like, really don't give a fuck. And I'm like, yeah, it's called being a juggalo. <laughs> like, it was just. Jesus. <laughs> it's been under our nose this whole time. This all right. whole time. But lest we get too, like, comfortable here in our new juggalo identity, uh-huh. it's time for us to hear some more songs. And these two could not be kind of more disparate from what we've heard and even from each other so let's let's listen to this one uh these two this is to catch a predator and boing boing yikes to this curve like I'm only in the seventh grade the doorbell rings I gotta get him inside in my best little girl's voice I'm like hey and when the door shuts, that's when I let him see me. Hi there. <laughs> I stab him in the neck first, cause it hurts. Hit him when I blood squirts. Carve his whole face off and make him bleed it. Chain him up by the foot in the basement. Bleed him. I'm probably gonna burn for this. Ain't no lesson to learn from this. There's nothing I'm what the lady at the store said Chick at the Walgreens offering head I'm like, whoa, ain't I'm getting free food up a 
but Subway. Every bitch and her mama love Jay. Whiplash I was talking about earlier because <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the lyrics are yucky, but at least he's still like being silly about he it says, and talking he about. He says dick hole platter. He says that he fucks. He says dick hole platter. <laughs> that, uh, it, the, uh, I don't know if there's a rap genius thing for that, but uh, it would be his jism. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says Dick he fucks so. Drink. He fucks so good he gets free sandwiches from Subway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's 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 not it's misogynistic and unnecessary. Like, I don't know. It's still. He also reps still... getting poop stained panties thrown at him. Mm-hmm. So, again, there's that like misogyny with a slice of just like self, uh, you know, like. Uh, like I don't know masochism or like oh, yeah. whatever like you know making fun of how desperate and like pathetic he kind of is yeah. or, but like not quite <laughs> no I mean well I mean at this at this point in his career um, he has had a lot more sex than he hasn't um, and it's it, it, it was kind of an evolving thing where it went from like he was you know he was led to believe growing up that he was the ugliest kid in the fucking world and yeah. then he started being a rapper and he started getting laid a lot and then now it's like again he's there's been more of his life where he has been able to you know like bang strippers every night and now he's like yeah I mean I guess I'm still an ugly kid but look at all this shit and it's yeah. just like and look at my poop stained panties so he's like <laughs> so yeah he, he's lost the, he's lost get, like the def- self deprecating humor I go to Walgreens humor. what does the, does the self deprecation effectively no counter oh, no. No. no no nope I, is, I think it, it nope. does. I think it does more than Eminem, though. You know, like well, because Eminem doesn't do that. I actually no, Eminem does do that. Like if you think about like early Eminem, yeah. I, I mean, they have a lot in common. Yeah, it's true. It's well, it's it's probably very why much... they beef so much. Actually, I found out. So again, this was from the wall. This is from the um, the Walgreens. The Walgreens. I was almost. <laughs> I was up in the Walgreens. <laughs> the Wikipedia article about how Eminem and ICP's beef started, and mm-hmm. I'm sure this was like edited by a juggalo. So who knows if this is really true? But Apparently it was that Eminem was going around and promoting his album release, probably for Infinite, mm-hmm. and um, he was going around to parties and it had like us. It, it was like you know featuring like Isham, uh, you know Eminem and ICP in parentheses maybe question mark and yeah. he like handed it out to like a couple of the members of ICP and they like looked at it and they were like what the fuck why are you advertising us when we haven't agreed to do it and he was like no doesn't it says maybe like obviously like I'm just uh, do you, you guys want to do it like and they were like well we would have but like fuck you yeah and that I mean, but i don't know that's, if that's I mean, really that's, what happened that's the story that's and, the story and eminem has never denied that um even like in all of his disses and in all in the all the interviews he's done about it, he's never denied it personally i like i've i've dealt with like shitty promoters who have done things where they're like this person might show up so like i i don't completely doubt it but it what really started it was like and on 
it was either on Infinite or on the Slim Shady EP. He like had a song where he says "fuck ICP" by my CD. Yeah, and then that's what and then like, they really did started. Slim Anus. They did Slim Anus. Yes, they did. <laughs> I remember Slim Anus. Yep. Well, I just remember Slim Anus. You're damn right, Slim Anus. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, yeah, some other things that I won't repeat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was basically a song of you know them just. They don't use the f the f word slur anywhere on this album. I'm talking they about did back then. Though. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, they've they. Uh, Violent J is very much said. He's like, fucking. I just. I. I. I grew up speaking in such a homophobic way. I'm trying to get rid of it. Like he's. He's like. It's. He's like. I'm very much. It just sometimes it comes out. And like he's. A, he's an old ass man at this point. And I'm not saying that that makes it okay when he yeah. does say it. But it's like. It's just like he's been working on it for a very long time because he is well aware that like there are a lot of like LGBT like juggalos. Juggalos. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that's even. Um, they are. They're like, trying to do some good. I mean, they're do, they had the song before this one was about killing, to catch a predator, killing yeah. right. pedophiles, and that actually introduced this like whole motif that goes throughout the album of like singling out these like evil, mm-hmm. like tradi- you know, like d- they they pedophiles, yeah, and pedophile, abusers, yeah, and telling them they've yeah. won a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and that they're gonna and they go have to, to go to Ash, Nevada, Ash, Nevada, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the dark carnival, yeah. Um, and we'll get to that. Oh, you will. Yeah, like, I was like, you know, these guys, I guess they fight everything with, like, fantasy murders, but mm-hmm. then again, like... They're fighting the fighting right pedophiles things. pedophiles with fantasy They're fighting the right things sense. with... Yeah. They're, they're punching yeah. up with their fantasy murders, for yeah. the most part. I yeah. mean, there's a couple... There's a song coming up. Yeah, it's... Um, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it seems like they have... M- Better acclimated to the current political climate than even M- than Eminem has. Yeah, and, Eminem is, is. And the thing is, they don't pay attention. <laughs> they don't because I'm they're sh- they just listen. Because how many how many ICP like listener or like how many Juggalos voted for Trump? Do you think? I, I honestly I don't know. Um, like I, if you were gonna just guess. So a percentage. There's definitely a percentage, but when I went to Juggalo Weekend, which was in February of last year. Um, uh, the uh, the uh, the MC of the night was up on stage, and there was actually there was a uh, like a, uh, a Trump or GOP rally somewhere else in like that area of Florida that night, and uh, he was like, you know how I know y'all are real juggalos because you're not at that fucking Trump rally, and everybody was like, woo, and I was like, okay, we're in yeah. Florida, so that's a good thing because a lot of the votes came from Florida and whatnot. Yeah. So like, so yeah. and and for the most part, every juggalo I've met or know uh, is actually more of a Bernie supporter. In fact, I, I thought it was hilarious because I saw both sides being painted as such during um during the like the primaries because there is a picture of uh two juggalos standing there wearing maga hats but there's also a picture of a woman with a hatchet man tattoo breastfeeding at a bernie rally and and just like both things it was like do you really want to vote on the side of juggalos and i'm like yeah because we're all the fucking same person like yeah. you know right <laughs> Um, all right, should we should we move on to the next two here again? Another kind of whiplash type of situation. We have I found a body, followed by love.
was offended But I know true love and she's pretending She ran outside to the parking lot But I was on that ass, she was fucking hot I spun her around and I licked her face She screamed, hit me with a can of mace Some guy out of nowhere knocked me out As if I don't know what love's about I'm telling you Alright, that's this is where I soured on the album a little mm-hmm. bit yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it seemed to me prior to this point that it was like, I don't know, they were killing the right people. But this song's just about stalking women. Mm-hmm. Who are just going about their daily and, like, lives. Shoving, trying to kiss them. Yeah. This this is a very strange song for me, uh, because not that this isn't like something that's come up before. Like like I said before, there's like you know this is this album is full of the bad versions of older songs, mm-hmm. and uh, on what I said earlier was my favorite uh, uh, EP of theirs. They had a song called The Stalker, and it was full of like similar things to this, mm-hmm. but that song was written because Violent J was dealing with his girlfriend being stalked at the time, and he basically decided to write a song from that dude's perspective, and in no way painting it like it was a cool thing to do. Right. Mm-hmm. But this song is where it's like, um, yeah, I didn't make it through this album the first time I listened to it years ago when it came out. That's how much what? I didn't like it. Wow. Yeah. And here we are. And here we are. So, like, I didn't get to this song, so this, this one, it was very new for me, and I just, yeah, no, I... There's parts where I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it's like, if it's, you know, if they're playing characters, I get it, but there's not much, like... It's just them doing it. They 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 stalk these women and like and then that's they run away and yeah. That, there's no I guess nuance. Like, I mean, these guys aren't known for nuance in general. Yeah. And there's so not, there's if not, they were gonna try to claim I, that there was anything more like deeper to this, then mm-hmm. there you don't really have anything to stand on. I'm sorry, Mike. Say say what you're gonna say. Well, I feel like they can tell a good story though, and it's just it's just it's this one's baffling because they don't, and it's a it's a fucked up story they're telling that like doesn't have like a satisfying ending yeah it's they like, don't yeah it's there's just, no it's just skin like, at the end where they it's like, just pull like predators that, it's pull just, themselves. after they're doing a song to catch a predator they do they make a song about predators getting away with it right exactly um but yeah but they can tell a good story and i know that from the song <laughs> preceding this i found a body yeah which is my favorite song on the that's album that's your favorite song on the yes album. Oh, okay <laughs> i don't know about that oh my god it's fucking great i mean it's they hilarious find, he finds a dead body in the street and he takes to make it home feeds it pizza rolls takes it to target <laughs> watches a movie with it to take him to a park and then like it's true it is it's, it's really because funny he, because he's so lonely funny. and he needs a friend so and he <laughs> he sprays it with axe you know and and but then he realize like he gets he gets jumped uh, by some guys and the the dead body doesn't doesn't help him and he realizes that it's not really his homie but oh, like no. he's still and it's a great it's story fuck, it's, a, it's heartbreaking it's isn't an insane it? story yeah. and it's like no one else is doing it this is <laughs> it certainly not because does it need to be was this a story that needed to be told I think this would be a great horror movie comedy I think it's very think it is be, yeah you're, I mean you're it's, right. it's very weekend at Bernie's except yes. he doesn't know yeah um, well and, there's multiple instances of corpses being yeah. involved in situations oh, yeah. in which they should not be involved in this album so there's <laughs> there's uh, there's two songs that this is a worse version of combined um, <laughs> one is called I didn't mean to kill him and the other one is called toxic love and that I just wanted to state that uh, but, but there, yeah. did they find a dead body in the street and feed it pizza rolls in either of those songs uh, I mean look like I'm not gonna give any spoilers man <laughs> Because that right, was, we're not, I can't. We're not going that far down the fucking rabbit hole, exactly. dude. Like, we're not, we're not gonna do it. Like, we're, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying maybe some of our listeners. Maybe who knows? But yeah, it was definitely a weird juxtaposition going from I found a body a to jug, a juxtaposition, a juxtaposition. 
so to speak. This is a because this is a great this is a great story. There's a lot of there's a lot of nuance to I found a body. We went to Clark Park. It's my favorite place. Had to shoot the birds off, picking at his face. Then we took a bike ride. He rode the handlebars, stopped and had some ice cream. He started acting hard. He is a corpse. He is a dead body. That is that's the joke. He like rigor hilarious. mortis. He's it's acting very hard. Funny. Yeah, I, it's ador- I know it's adorable. <laughs> and it would be. A- I would say there are more more songs than not on this album are downright adorable. Yeah. They are corny. They're so they corny. They are very corny. And they're they dumb. are very cheesy and they're dumb, but they're also seemingly pretty fucking self-aware. Mm-hmm. Which uh, will I don't know how self-aware because you're also identifying the fact that you've met them and they're also just very dumb. Yeah. So when we get into miracles, that's the one that I really have questions oh, about. Oh yeah, and I have a lot to say about miracles. I can't don't wait. Worry. So should we, should we move on to the next two to Fawn's Pond and Kill You? Fawn's Pond yep. and I'm a Kill You. I'm a Kill I'm, You. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a Kill You. <laughs> I'm a Kill You. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Fawn's Pond. Fawn's Pond. And dare to swim Something under will pull you in Hidden deep in the wild brush If you know where it is, then hush That was House of Pain, and then Fawn's Pond was Funky Cold Medina yes. by Tone Loke. Yes! And Funky Cold Medina, except it's about Camp Crystal Lake. Or <laughs> Fawn's Pond, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was another very corpse-heavy song. <laughs> I, I, I wrote, when all you have's a hatchet, all the world's problems look like corpses. <laughs> I will admit I'm starting to get annoyed at this point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I don't definitely. know. I feel like... I don't, I don't know. I'm a Kill You might be my least favorite song on the album. I actually, Even though it's about killing bigots and child abusers again, which they're like, they're they're killing the right people. Which I, I asked the important question here. Are the Juggalos Antifa? <laughs> <laughs> Squally. <laughs> Squally, weigh in. <laughs> no. <laughs> but Juggalos are comrades, right? They... I mean, they literally have the lyrics in I'm a Kill You, racist bigot, you dirty demon, dig your eyes out while you scream it, drive your head into the concrete, use your forehead to paint the street. Yeah. That sounds like punching Nazis to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and uh, I, uh, it, it was, you know, it was this whole thing when uh, when the Juggalo March happened the same day as the Trump rally, and a lot of people weren't aware that the Juggalo March had been scheduled for over a year, and, like, they had been building and building up to this thing. Yeah. And, a lot of people didn't hear about it until they found out there was a Trump rally the same day. And a lot of people thought that we were, like, frontlining yeah. for them. Yeah. Like, hey, no, yeah, you know what, guys? We don't have to there we was, don't, Yeah, we don't have to there punch was a face Nazis. turn. There yeah. was a face turn for the Juggalos, I think, in the, in the common consciousness. Because everybody was like, oh, my God, the, the Juggalos are out protesting against Trump. Yeah, and it was, like, it was literally like, hey, guys, we can just sit back. Like, let the fucking, you know, Juggalos, like, fucking take care of it. And I was Which like. Which is hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs> But I was also like, no, that's not what it's about. We're not your front line. We're yeah. doing this for a whole different reason. But then yeah. that's a whole nother problem because mm-hmm. I'm going to say that, like, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, when we talk about some of the like concepts and 
in the album and like the ICP mythology of like this like you know class like working class like rebellion and like this sense of like we're the freaks we're the outcasts of society why haven't the juggalos been more like outspoken about like you know being an ally in like Black Lives Matter and like the Black Lives Matter movement or like being an ally in like anti-Trump protests yeah and, like, because it because seems that, that seems like an awesome opportunity seems, for them to actually walk their talk you know for that particular protest the fact that people did conflate that yeah maybe that was uh, an incorrect conflation but at the same time that seems like a real important opportunity to be like you know what we are fucking down we've been labeled a gang mm -hmm. we've been labeled a terrorist organization and we have you know we have that in common and also a lot of us have white privilege and being able to like not be necessarily terrified of being killed by police so let's mm -hmm. let's team up you know that feels well, like a missed opportunity to so me. so uh, i will say I, I didn't end up going to the march but i watched like a bunch of live streams and i had a bunch of friends who went and uh it did like it still it still was about the fbi gang labeling because yeah. that's what it had always been about right. but there were a lot of juggalos carrying like fuck Trump signs and just like shit like that. Like it was, yeah. but, but the thing was in terms of black lives matter though, black lives matter. You know what? I haven't seen, I haven't seen a lot of, of, uh, outreach to like any, um, any like specific, like, organization that's you know against trump or, or against racism it, it seems it seems to be just us like but it, that seems to be a, again a missed it, opportunity it, yeah that's like a shame i you know i'm, I'm not gonna deny that um yeah. i think i think it would be cool but i think a lot of a lot of the same problems that you know some people who might have supported trump like would see with uh you know if they're like if they're like you know what, i really don't like that thing but these guys are also against like everything else that i'm for um i see i see that a lot because there is and and not really with the juggalos i hang out with or anything but there still is in the community a lot of like we're still alone it's still just us you know and yeah, well, and, that's, yeah but yeah. that's like yeah again like okay and i guess is it unfair to expect juggalos to be you know political activists or politically active in any way but i think if you're going out and marching because you've been identified as a gang mm -hmm. there's which an we, opportunity there's there. a there's a huge opportunity and I, it's and it, 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 compared well, to uh, compared to other outlets for like working class white right. men like i feel like it's, this one's a lot one of the, the juggler movement is a lot more yeah. inclusive and a yeah. lot more like uh politically aware and and open-minded than a lot of other avenues that they could take oh absolutely absolutely but it uh, you know again so get it together juggalos okay <laughs> it's so close but, but it's okay we have utopias like juggalo juggalos are comrades island i don't know i'm i'm questioning that because they all want to stick their heads in the sand on <laughs> juggalo island oh. and this one <laughs> is Got him. Fun. all right so we're gonna play juggalo island and then right after that will be vultures See, do no cops unless you're pouring up shots, unless you're helping us smoke these crops. Surfing on the big one, have a big fun, fucking with a big fat one under the sun, letting them hang, doing our thing. Listen to them up and down the beach, everybody sang. I juggle on Spiders! 
Killers with drugs and dirty ass needles Alleyway cats, possums and rats Killers with cats, attacking with bats They scums, balls, as anything comes and goes they... That song's great <laughs> that song's great. That's like they're doing like an outcast flow on that. Yeah. It starts though with a skit where it ends with eat a bowl of poop, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's like he gets pulled over by a cop. I'm probably an accurate representation of a white dude getting pulled over by a cop. He gets pulled over by a cop and he's just basically like, yo, this shit's stolen. And I got th this. This is a fake license. And he's got like a body in his trunk, and the and the cops just like, well, okay, well, you know, be careful out there. I can't remember the exact wording, but like that was basically you, you pretty much got it. Yeah, yeah. that was it. <laughs> I, I like that all of their song titles tell you exactly what that song is about. Like again, there's like no like hidden meanings. Like mm -hmm. vultures, it's about Vulture. like vultures. It's yeah. about well, it's like, not about actual blood animals, sucking. Vultures. It's about like scum that like it's about rich folks and like pastors and people who take yeah, advantage Christian, of the poor. Like charlatans and suck money for, out of them. Yeah, they do in Trick this. People out of their money. In the lyrics, do call <laughs> old people quote elderly feeblos. Uh, <laughs> that this <laughs> vultures is not my favorite song on this album, but that is my favorite line on this album. It's elderly feeblos. Feeblos. Because because uh, adding adding like jugga or a low to like random olds. Yeah, but like add, <laughs> adding like. <laughs> Just like making puns off of the word juggalo has been something that juggalos have done for a long time, but ICP never really caught on to until this. And oh, I elderly feebelos. That's fucking hysterical. But yo, let's let's jump back to Juggalo Island real quick. Yeah, let's... yeah. Before we get it, you what? mean you mean Gullah Gullah Juggalo Island? <laughs> yo, what the fuck? This is so dumb. Gullah Gullah Juggalo Island. This is like it is corny as mm -hmm. fuck, and yet so like shockingly. Genuine. It's uh -huh. a children's album again. Yeah. A Juggalo Island would be cool though, right? Juggalo. No, I want like a fire festival like Juggalo Island, like disaster <laughs> oh, no. movie. That's what I want more than anything else. I, I don't want that to happen to, to Violent J and Shaggy Tito. I do. It would be hilarious. <laughs> Come on, you Jesus. want them to you want them to endanger the lives of their fans and then go yes, to prison? I do. I think it's <laughs> funny. Fuck? Well, I just want them to go on an island where they can party and do all this fun stuff they I talk about in this. Dicked in your hot dog bun, like that, like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we that we've covered that dick in the hot dog bun. Part, well, this right? was from that song, yeah. so. Uh, I uh, I am annoyed at this point in the album for sure. Like, <laughs> but I, I it's not. I'm not mad at them or anything. But I just feel when I heard Juggalo Island, I, I started feeling like maybe it's time to wrap it up. Yeah, I mean this um, is this is a like very cheesy song. It's also like also yeah, fun. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't need to hear like a LFO Sugar Ray ICP. Yeah, this was like the like, most smash mouthy. They were definitely, and that's like one of the big jokes. It's like Violent J looks so much like Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. And smash Mouth. But like this does sound like a smash mouth song. Yeah. No, it, and I haven't seen them in the same. I have not seen place, them in the same room. So. Uh, yeah, neither have I. Uh, so yeah, you like you brought up Homies earlier, and after Homies was such a big success with like making Juggalos feel like uh, you know like it, it was a song like praising the Juggalos. And being like, this is our world, like da da da. They just continuously like try to recreate that song, and it gets cheesier and worse every time. <laughs>
every time. And this it, this was like this. Oh man, Juggalo this song. Island. Yeah, this, this song is wild. This song. The thing was, this song and Miracles, because uh, after Miracles, they made a music video for this song, and so this became another part of like not as big as Miracles as a meme, but like this was another song in the public conscious. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god, guys! Yeah, they stop. made a music like, video for stop. it yeah, and everything. Like, like, it was stop. all green screen too. Like yeah. every single video that they put out for the shit was just like them in front of a green screen. Like honestly, I think they just found out what green screen was. <laughs> like at that moment, they were like, "Shit, we don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> we can do this right in the office." <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It is ostentatious and ridiculous yep. and completely over the top. Yeah, and so self indulgent. Uh huh. And Maybe I'm into it. Yeah, I, I like vultures. I like, vultures in particular. I, like I mean, the first... whole storyline is for the whole story is that all the evil people in the world get summoned to death in this elaborate, like, multi-part Robin Hood comic book revenge fantasy. Yeah. And how can you not, like, identify with that? I love know? the verse in Vultures where it's, like, the family, like, standing at the, the bedside of, like, their dying relative that they just all want his inheritance. And they're, like, talk about it through rap. Yeah, and it's like musical theater. <laughs> yeah, it is very musical theater. It is that so is, over the top. That is another top. thing I've heard about their shows. That was actually yeah. like that was actually what my girlfriend said when we were heading home from the show that she did not like. She was like, "I hope they all know that they just watch musical theater." And I'm like, "They don't, but yes, it is." Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's like wrestling is theater plus yeah, yeah. gymnastics. Yeah. I mean, I think. Uh... I, I, I'm impressed by the vision mm-hmm. behind shit like Vultures and, and the whole over, overarching like plot of this album and their whole mythology of the Joker cards and all that shit. It's, it's an impressive like vision, you know, even though it's when you break down the lyrics, it's, it's super stupid. dumb. It's so but, like, dumb. On, on, a, on a micro scale, it's dumb and, and, and corny, but on a macro <laughs> scale, it's like, it's very impressive. I don't know. Uh, I would not say very. Let's Come on, the of... Gathering of the Juggalos. What other artist has made a Gathering of the Juggalos? That's, like, you know, or a like Gathering of their own. Yeah, I mean, like, that's like, actually very true. Like Fish there was does Oz it, Fest. but that's so much lamer. There's like OzFest. Yeah, there's but like... OzFest, OzFest is a traveling thing. Like All these other yeah, things are traveling things. the Gathering things. of the Juggalos. They made a gathering that is wood stock just for juggalos it's yeah. wild with and, like some great music like great artists and sometimes they like really fuck up and they like and they and they you know have somebody come out and then they're just like just don't just don't go out there and then they go out there and then Bubba Sparks gets a condom full of pee thrown at him and like Tila Tequila Tila Tequila oh, that was yeah. rough that but was she's rough. also a Nazi yeah so. so like but it was literally like I mean according to Violent J he was like look do not go out there they're really pissed and she was like fuck that I'm gonna go out there and then yeah alright well speaking MySpace. of being overwrought overindulgent totally ridiculous and over the top um, Austin and potentially brilliant. Let's listen to Vera Lee on its own. Yeah, let's just do the is... last three on their own, I think. Yeah. So he's, it's a juggler, juggler love. It's a juggler love but song. But it's not. It's like about the one that got out, your high school crush that got away. It's like, it's, and it's it wasn't very even tender. a high school crush. It was literally somebody that he maybe said two words to. Yeah, yeah. well, it's a high school crush. It goes on like that for like it's, two minutes. Yeah, at the it's end a of the long. Song. It's a long it's song, and that's my favorite Why? song. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's your favorite. That's my favorite song. Wow. On the album. That's the best one for me. Yes. How come? Okay, why? Yeah. It's justify. It's, I think I, I think my favorite thing that Violent J does is he writes these like tortured like middle school high school love songs about dead people or like girls who died like while really? he was like yeah so and there's other songs like this. yeah there's other songs there's, uh, there's one called Amy in the Attic uh, what? that's like really good and like um, and it's just and he, he just it's this weird thing like he just he can bring this whole mood to it like again the lyrics are never genius you know it's it's uh, but I mean, there is but a there's, mood there's, there is there's emotion a mood. in the and song he, like, he there's pulls emotion it off. in the song he pulls it off so well the only thing I hate is it never comes across good live and like and I'm, I'm like excited because again those are like my favorite songs that he does like Amy's in the Attic Prom Queen like stuff like that and then and then he'll do them live and I'm like so excited and then halfway through and I'm like skip to a hype song like fucking now just because he's just standing well, because there because he's just standing there for two minutes saying why yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and I get it he needs to catch his breath but like <laughs> um yeah, I mean that one was surprising. Also, yeah. I didn't know that they that that was a, a motif. Yeah. Why Why do you think he does that? Why are the songs about the the girls he went to high school with who died? Uh, I mean, I I think I think honestly, again, it's just one of those things where like it worked so just well. One once. of those things. It's just one of those things. <laughs> um, but just like I, I don't know, it really you know it really uh, it's just something that always catches me on every album though. That's like the, all I can really say. It's just it's something he does where he falls in love with ghost girls and like that's it <laughs> what's that about he should if he's not in therapy that should be topic number one <laughs> Ver, verily and therapy also therapy. rhymes with verily yeah, so. that's true it's a message from the great Malenko it's a message from Bang Pow Boom himself <laughs> <laughs> alright um, should we let's, let's get, let's should we it. move into this is by far the most well known notorious song of ICP's entire career mm-hmm. certainly of this album but definitely um, it, it thrusts them into the mainstream in a you know Beyond already selling platinum and gold albums, but still never quite cracking into the mainstream consciousness. This was this was a huge meme in 2010. Um, it spawned multiple parodies, including a really hilarious one on SNL. Everyone knows. Just play the song. All right. <laughs> it's fucking miracles. All the feeling and it fills the room from the floor to the ceiling. I see miracles all around me. Stop and look around. It's all astounding. Water, fire, air, and dirt. Fucking magnets, how do they work? And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. All right, so Venn diagram between Juggalos and Flat Earthers, go. Uh, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's it's way less of, of one circle than you think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's I mean, there's definitely yes. Again, I'm not going to deny we are a very large subculture. There are people with many different ideas. And the one thing that brings us together is we like ICP and cheap soda. But, like, it's just. <laughs> okay. What is there to say about this? Second song? question. Is- magnets. How do they work? Okay. So this is something I've been bringing up to people since the song went viral <laughs> and ruined everything, which I'm going to get into a, 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 right after this. Uh, I often ask people without Google, can you tell me exactly how magnets work right now? Right, that's what I was going to say. 
I mean, it's something to do with, uh, you know, a higher concentration of electrons or protons on, like, one or on opposite sides and a pole. Okay, that's all right. That's, so you just wrote that answer on your test. How many <laughs> points out of ten does your teacher right, give listen, you for that listen, response? Listen. I, all, all I'm saying is it's, that is the best description I've gotten <laughs> out of all the times asking that because people are just like, they, they just do. And I'm like, how are you no, smarter? Like one like, has like a higher That's still like a four out of ten like, on, on, on No, I would say, all right, I'm Googling how magnets work. No, <laughs> come on. I said without Google. There's so many other now lines. Now I'm going to find out. The, the, this song is so hilarious. I always wondered, did did the North ICP pole of one magnet attracts the South Pole? So I said poles of a, sec, <laughs> of a second magnet, while the North Pole of one magnet repels the other magnet's North Pole. <laughs> All right, great. So here's what I'm here's what I've always wondered about this song. Did ICP could they have predicted? what this song would be. Like, did Absolutely they know what the response was going to be when they put this out into the Absolutely world? Absolutely not. They didn't think, you know, like, this is a Was it a savvy business move or no. was this dumb luck? This was, this was dumb luck. Uh, uh, it's really, like, here's the thing, man. Like, I, I hate, I hate, like, saying shit like this because I am also a high school dropout, but they, like, they, they were practically elementary school dropouts. They really <laughs> just did not go to school a lot and did not pay attention and spent more time, like, getting into fights and shit, like, um, yeah. and really, it's just a lot of things. They're just like, what the fuck? And, like, at, at one point uh, after this whole thing happened where, you know, everybody knew about this song, uh, ICP actually tweeted uh, Violent J was like, my daughter came home from fourth grade today and told me how magnets work. I guess I must have missed that. Day. <laughs> um, so but this song this oh this song, God. the magnets thing and, and fucking rainbows after it rains and all that shit, this song I blame entirely for Juggalos being on the FBI gang list. Oh, okay, oh, let's go, on. go. Yep, go right ahead. Because We're... as as you guys have said multiple times, that this song brought ICP back into the public conscious. Like we just, right. everybody thought that it had died off with the rest of new metal. Which again, new metal is also very much alive. Just go to just check the fucking Live Nation listings, man. Yeah. They're true. out there. It's true. Um, but yeah. like, yep. I just you know, it, it really like we were really just kind of forgotten about and and people would be all like oh yeah i downloaded one of their funny songs off of fucking limewire and shit and like that's what they think or like yep. i dated a juggalo in high school or something but like this brought us back into the conscious like public conscious and i think it was that attention that even made it possible for like the fbi to be like this is a group of dangerous people um and not because of the song but i think not, obviously the song does put, not make us sound dangerous but it put but, like, the jug- jugglers back in, under the microscope yes and but was there also like a crime that occurred around the same no, time no that was way earlier there, that was there, way there, earlier I mean, and it was really fucked up and yeah. they like yeah it was in new bedford mm-hmm. massachusetts mm-hmm. a guy like broke into a gay bar and hatcheted people to fucking death oh yeah God. and had like swastika tattoos and shit he was a nazi and like also listened to icp and basically mm-hmm. icp was like well he obviously like could never have been a real juggalo yeah he obviously didn't pay we attention because we hate bigot you know bigots and racists and yeah. fuck that shit basically um so but besides that i mean it is really fascinating like trying to figure out how the juggalos could have ever been put on any you know kind of list Mm because they're just marveling about dirt yeah yeah i mean like every every 
like every subculture seems to have at one point like a point where like the 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 news and and the government and the media like demonizes them like really bad with the exception of i i think i might have saw one new special about how emos were gonna destroy the world but like (laughs) and that's what they called them emos that's why i said that um but like yeah it's but you know i remember that (laughs) yeah and it's literally about you know like like punks goths like you know uh you know when back when people thought that the kids who did columbine were nerds and got picked on until they found out that they were the actual bullies but it was the way that the news painted them and it's like wait didn't you realize that what you know the parkland shooting survivors should have done was like befriend the nazi who (laughs) killed their friends absolutely they should have yeah because let me tell you something when that happened to me in middle school when everybody started being nice to me after columbine it really made me not hate them (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. it is a miracle that we're just there in the air (laughs) i mean this is the most earnest fucking whimsical Mm -hmm. precious angelic little anthem i can't believe that they they made that fucking music video with it, it though. Like, they so have, ridiculous. They have to have known a little bit, like, people... It was just them on are going to laugh screen. at us for no, this. It, you know, it, no, it's going to get they had, they had to. No, they... It, it was 2010. Yeah, and they're the internet, still stuck in the 90s. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I definitely noticed that. I, I noted that throughout the whole, you know, because, album. Because I... The first time I met them... They actually ha- they actually asked me to uh, solve an argument for them. Uh, they were arguing over whether the '90s really was the best decade, or they just thought it was the best decade because it was when they were the shit. And I was like, and they were like, "See, you, see, like, they were like, you, you probably thought like 2001 to like, you know, like 2010 was the shit because that was, you know, the age where you like had, you, you know, you were like 18 to like, you know, mid 20s, blah blah." And I was like, oh, man, to be honest, those were the years that I was, like, locked up and in psych wards and shit. So, no. So, I'm also stuck in the 90s, and that's probably why I love you guys so much. Yeah. But, um, and, like, the atti- <laughs> right, if you think about the, 90s, the, the attitude era yep. of, of WWE, mm-hmm. you know, Eminem, when era. Eminem was good. Mm-hmm. Even, like, you know, we've talked about this. Like, I'm not afraid to, like, say that Roland and, like, break stuff by, like, by, like Limp Bizkit are, like good songs yeah like, they are they are uh, good songs like they're good songs rearranged is a great yeah, song yeah that's an awesome fucking Let's, song we could do it just a whole pro Limp Biscuit episode of this show I know where we just cape for Limp Biscuit the I mean, entire time I mean I'm not ready to, to commit to that but I I will say that <laughs> I, uh, yeah, someone I mean, else the 90s, do this Limp Biscuit podcast with me please hit me up tweet at me the 90s were when the Simpsons were good the 90s yeah. were when like arcades still existed uh, and like things seemed and there were a lot affordable of good... you could go to like a public college and, and like, there was great music and there was great 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 music great, music, great fashion they, you're right they are stuck in the 90s but they're referencing good 90s shit like they you know the beats sometimes have elements of like house big, of pain, big beat, house of pain or like uh nwa like big yep. big beat like chemical brothers shit sometimes mm-hmm. like yeah. and the flows recall like i said like outcast and like tone loke and uh ice cube and like i don't know i mean it's it's very it's surprise I, I know I can't believe how I much I love this I love this album <laughs> <laughs> and that's the true miracle here today stoppies yeah and it's just Do like you understand and recognize miracles that Mike Dunn could be a juggalo <laughs> 
<laughs> Something's happening. Something's happening. Because oh my seriously, God. like next time they're around, I will buy you guys tickets. Shut like, up. Just come yeah, to the show and just like fucking and just observe if that's all you want to do. Because that's what oh, most of my friends man. do when I bring them. Just it's really oh, it's man. just an experience. Like I'm, I'm you heard it here first, I'm folks. Ready to go, Stoppies. We're going to the ICP <laughs> show. Catch us at the next ICP show. <laughs> All right, we got one more song to well, get through. We got two more technically. Oh, that's right. Okay. But this is the, this this is the proper album closer. This is the album closer. This is the uh, the title track, Bang Pow Boom. Shady ladies, evil Ernie's, Richie Ricks, and Charlie Chiefs. Bang Pow Boom. They say the show is the bomb. I heard it straight up explosive, so maybe call it napalm. Nobody battles back. This ain't no kind of war. It's a one way execution. Blow you straight to hell through the floor. What the fuck you think you hit for? Sound the alarm. Ladies and gentlemen, meet shit and die. Let's bring them on with the bang. Okay, so that's Time Bomb by Rancid. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, I love that. I and, love Time Bomb by Rancid. That's I one of the also, best Rancid songs. And I also love that song. It sounds like an old school Rancid. I mean, or like a mid-school, newish school Rancid. Like, I liked that song, too. It was it was long. It's oh. like five and a half minutes long. Six minutes long. But... Yeah, it's it's a nice uh, wrap up to the story, the storyline of the album. All the all the pedophiles and abusers, they got the phone calls, they go to the dark carnival and what do they get? Bang boom bang, bang pow boom, who is a, a dude or a destructive god force or perhaps god himself. He kills them horrifically. Who is Bang Pow Boom? So all the other all the other Joker's card albums had like the Joker's cards had like very specific like character traits and like and it was very like well like explained in the liner notes like who they were are what they were how they judged you like blah 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 blah. Bang Pow Boom is just literally like we took you to this carnival and this clown came up and exploded. Yeah, <laughs> there's no like there's no literally, story that's about what happened. Yeah, yeah, there's no like like uh, amazing Jekyll Brothers or like two flames that like juggle your soul and if it's too heavy it falls and like the album opens with a guy going a shitty guy going into a fucking uh an antique store and buying the candles and lighting them and like you know all this shit this is just literally their clown friend that shows up in in all of their uh in all of their little skits on all their albums so i get it so this is like the weakest storyline this is the weakest storyline it's, it's the yeah it's the beginner like again, the great Fisher mullet Price. down well, no, i gotta yeah. i gotta check the, out those it, other stories it is the great mullet down <laughs> I mean, they do have some great lyrics in this. Racist bigots, rife beaters, judges, and cowards all crowded together expecting a show and some dollars. But instead, the, you, the shit you're going to see, you'll fear it in hell. It's a constant explosion. See and feel it. You shall. Because yeah. <laughs> it's literally a cloud, expo- yeah. a cloud exploding. It's a cloud exploding. On, on a like rancid time bomb beat and like all of these. For six like, minutes. Asshole. Yeah, it was, I definitely wrote my notes where I'm absolutely not listening to this for 13 minutes, which I realized. It was that this went on for six minutes. I did not finish the six minutes of this. And then that there was a bonus track at Mm -hmm. the end, which is fucking hilarious. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, Chop, chop, slide. All right, here we go. Not bad. Not bad. But some of y'all just need to loosen up. Just loosen up. I know everybody has their own little dance they like to do, their own little personal get jiggy moves. We're gonna bust it right now. Get loose, y'all. Looking good, juggalos. But some of y'all still got rigor mortis. 
We need to loosen on up. Another corpse reference. Rigor Morris. Can't lose. Rigor Morris. It's the Juggalo Cha Cha. Uh, it's the Chop Chop slide. I get yeah. it. There it is. There it is. Have they done this before? Um, it kind of. They did a they did a twenty minute version of um of stop it of uh, <laughs> just strike that from the record t- uh, of two shorts uh uh fuck Freaky Tales Freaky Tales they did a twenty minute version of Freaky Tales and it is ridiculous it is so and yeah they they will do this with uh they will do this with like old school hip hop I mean this like, again it it goes to this like kind of like cheesy like bat mitzvah like kind of yes yeah, still a children's album it's still it is Hulk a children's rules. album but it's, but it's way better than it's definitely way better than Hulk rules I mean you can't, oh yeah I mean yeah, yeah there's the, no question it's definitely better than Hulk rules the no beats, offense to like, Martha Mouth the Heart I, I South feel, Jimmy Hart <laughs> I feel like this is a good time to like you know summarize this like the yeah. beats are actually really pretty strong and they they experiment they experiment with it they do like the kind of like hard industrial kind of techno-y spooky horrorcore shit Mm -hmm. they do some punk shit they do some like surf rock shit they do straight up like gangsta rap you know other some like weird fucking like musical theater Mm -hmm. and then like then this is like a rancid song like I don't know it's it's interesting it's like very interesting um and should we rate it? I yeah, I mean altogether the lyrics are not smart. Uh the the, the archetypes are very surface level. They're mm-hmm. very they're very unsubtle. Mm-hmm. And yet I had fun. Mm-hmm listening to this album and Same. I can imagine myself having I had fun so much fun at a show yeah it's so much more fun than fucking revival man <laughs> yeah this is like this is like a Chucky movie like I said like it's it's horror comedy and Eminem's revival is like the human centipede where it's yes. just like oh my god that is so fucking right too much it's just literally gross head for up the his sake own of being ass. gross and yeah and he's just eating shit alright so Eminem is human centipede now is that what yeah I think that's what we figured <laughs> you heard out here first uh <laughs> Yeah, let's rate this album though. So yeah, so still- our guest Squally Green Thumb, um, it's it's your opportunity to choose a quantifier by which we judge this album, as we always do on the show. We give something a zero to a negative five of some thing that is relevant to the album. So, what is going to be our quantifier for this album? And, and you can go right ahead and give your rating. Um, I mean, I think it has to be Rainbows After It Rains. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, fu- hold on, fucking rainbows after it rains. Uh, you're not wrong. You're um, not wrong. It's literally, that's the only thing I can think of. And I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, like, so, uh, you know, just a little bit back to Miracles. When people would bring that song up to me, I would inform them that they had listened to it more times than I had. I did not make it through this album when I first when I first heard it. Um, I was very much, like, out of the Juggalo scene and more focused on the Boston punk scene. And, like, right. I still checked in. But if, like, the album just didn't grab me, and I just wasn't in the mood for it, I guess, when I listened to it. So I never got all the way to Miracles. So everybody else had heard it a million times, and I had never fucking heard it. Um, I spent the past week listening to this every day. And the first two days, I had to, like, stop in the middle. And But, like, I've listened to it three times today. <laughs> it's my least favorite record by one of my favorite groups in the world. But they're still one of my favorite groups in the world. Yeah. So I have to give it... Zero rainbows after. Wow. wow! Thank you, thank you for that. Thanks. Thank you for that. Wow! 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 Well, you I, heard it here. I um give this album zero 
Rainbows After It Rains. I like this album. I like more than half the songs on this album. I, uh, this is the only album I've ever listened to on the show that made me smile this much. I know. This album is fun. It's great. I'm a juggalo now. And <laughs> I, if I could give this out higher than a zero, I would. Listen, I am not ready to go on the record and say that I'm a juggalo. <laughs> I am not even ready to go on the record and say this album was good. This is a still a bad album. It's a bad album by a band that is hilariously obtuse and absurd and like corny as fuck, but genuinely entertaining. And similar to Mike Dunn, I have I have there have been so many albums where I've been like actively depressed for like weeks following like listening to the album and like I I genuinely laughed and smiled Can multiple I times over the course of listening to this album I enjoyed it I would go to a show and so I'll give it did we give what did we give Kevin Federline you gave Kevin Federline a zero. A true neutral? Uh, All right. Well, then I give ICP a 0. 0.5. <laughs> 0. 0.5. The wow. highest the highest rating that's ever been given on this show before. Oh, by far. The, the best 0. album I've ever listened to. The best album. This beats Kevin Federline. For sure. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't love every song. I got annoyed. I think if you cut it in half, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a great album. But that's the thing. Yeah, well, I don't know about good. Let's, let's be careful with our adjectives here. Come on. But I do feel, yeah, I feel like maybe we blew our load with good music, and we definitely blew our load with bad, with Broken Side. Like, And actually, that's like an interesting thing to compare. Like how Broken Side got negative 7,000 or whatever, and ICP got a point five. How did that happen? ICP's got better hooks. Yeah. They got better hooks, and they don't auto-tune. They actually sing. True. And they have better rhymes, and they're less misogynistic yeah. than Broken Side yeah. somehow, yeah. while still being super misogynistic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Just, I mean, maybe I we're just desensitized because it's well, episode thing, 14. Heather, yes, we are desensitized. And I mean, I don't think I would have given this album a zero if it was the first album we reviewed, but... I don't know. I've listened to so much bad music at this point, and I feel like this show has taken so much out of me. And I feel like this out al- this ICP album, Bang Pow oh Boom, Bang Boom Pow, Bang Pow Boom, just put a little bit back. I just gained a little bit <laughs> back. You know? Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's a miracle. <laughs> You understand and recognize miracle stoppies. We are all juggalos now. Um, let's thank our guest, our incredible guest, Squally Greenthumb, thank for being so on much, the show Squally. with us. Thank no you, thank you. No problem. Um, you're great. Can you tell us anything that you got coming up or things that we should be looking out for? You have a new album, newish album. Yeah, I have a, I have an EP I released earlier this month. Uh, it's with my new band called the Squally Seltzer Orchestra. Um, I put this band together because uh, my girlfriend doesn't drink enough water and I needed uh, to write a song to tell her that I, I don't want her dehydrated. And it stemmed into a full EP somehow. Um, I've been in music for like 11 
10 years and I hate it when people who've been around for a long time say this is the best thing I've ever done but this it literally is and it's not because of me it's because of the wonderful artists I had on it so you can check it out the the EP's called Dehydrated it's at celtaorchestra.bandcamp.com <laughs> and also if you are if you are listening to this and you are a juggalo or listening to the clips from these songs got you interested in juggalo music I also if you go to squallygreenthumb.com it has my entire like hip hop career on it that I started because I couldn't get out of bed because of sciatica and I was really stoned so I started rapping <laughs> um, and so yeah if you want to check that out but like honestly if you thought that it was terrible check out Celta Orchestra because it's legitimately good music <laughs> Awesome. That was great. You sold me, Squally. Um, so thank you to Squally for being on the show. Uh, we are going to be back next week with Hugh Beckett of Power Slut and Muck and the Myers. We're going to be reviewing Kiss music from the Elder. Um, and yeah. uh, after that, we're going to be having it. It's going to be a family affair with Alex Dunn, Mike Dunn's brother, coming in to uh, review Kid Cudi, Speed and Bullet to Heaven. So if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we are Make It Stop the podcast. We have a website www.makeitstoppodcast.com We are on Twitter. I think we gained two followers or something since last week. So. We, we gained two last one. We gained okay. one. Well, we're doing <laughs> we, fine. We had a net of we're one. We're at, at Make It Stop cast. Uh, we're on Podbean at makeitstopcast.podbean.com and on you can, I guess, email us if you want to. Makeitstoppodcast at gmail.com I suppose. Yeah. I hope I hope that even if this podcast gets wildly popular, that we still no one ever follows us on Twitter and the meme don't. just persists. And we get to still talk about we have like 19 followers. Yep, we're top of the charts. Wow, we're at 19. Just block everybody that follows you after 20. <laughs> we don't want you. <laughs> All right, stoppies. Uh, that's it. We'll see you next time on Make It Stop. Bad music. Good times. Oh, we never did the tagline. <laughs>